0: Welcome to another episode of About Mansfield. I'm Steve Casillo, always broadcasting from the Cellmark Studios, along with Colleen, Daniel, and the About Mansfield news team. We are your audio newspaper. Episode 100 is getting dangerously close, as this is episode 96. We thank you for being here with us today. Coming up on this episode, it's Mansfield news, sports, and weather for the upcoming week.
1: And a little later in the episode, you will have a chance to win $25 in Primo Bucks, redeemable at El Primo's or the Vol- with our Mansfield trivia question. Let's take a look at the
0: stories we're covering this week.
1: Arlington police chief concludes Timberview shooting was not about bullying.
0: Proclamations, acclamations, amendments, we cover it all with a moment with
2: a mayor. The COVID-19 epidemic is still declining in Mansfield. Have you invested in Bitcoin? A local investor tells us how.
1: It's time to roll back the clocks, Mansfield.
0: Local charity asks that you don your best black and white for an upcoming event. In sports, we have the results of last week's misd football games and who plays this week
3: coming up in the features section
0: dennis what's coming up from the science desk a spooky
2: science report for halloween
3: have you gotten your flu vaccination this year well it's worth the shot I'm LaShonda Warner, and we'll talk about it in the Texas Health Tip of the Week.
4: In this week's Cocktail of the Week segment, I'll be talking about a cocktail that might have you sing in the blues.
1: We have the seven-day weather forecast, and in the talk segment, Steve concludes his talk with a former Mansfield resident who has chosen to move abroad. We are Mansfield's only source for news, talk, and
5: information. This
1: is about Mansfield.
5: Southwestern Adventist University is ranked number two in social mobility by U.S. News and World Report Regional Colleges West.
0: That means SWAU is one of the best schools when it comes to helping people better themselves and improve their economic circumstances. U.S. News and World Report also ranks SWAU 11th best Regional College West.
5: If you're interested in learning more about SWAU,
6: visit their website, SWAU.edu. Hey Mansfield, Sonia here from Wise Wellness. Did you know that Wise Wellness is now mobile? Yep, we have changed our business model to best serve our clients. That means you can order online and usually have it delivered within 24 hours or less. We're bringing the best CBD tinctures, topicals, edibles, and pet products directly to your door. Visit our website at wisewell.com to see our selection. That's W-Y-S-E-well.com. Got pain? Need sleep? Does your pet have storm or separation anxiety? We've got you covered. Don't forget about our specialty, Tom's Treats. These little gems of goodness can help promote better sleep and overall wellness. With six main ingredients and no preservatives, they're the best around. Give us a call at 682-313-4767, visit the website, or reach out to us on social media to connect. As a thank you to the About Mansfield podcast listeners, use the promo code AMPOD to buy one, get one free on our website. Again, that's wisewell.com, W-Y-S-E-WELL.com. Hi. I'm Latasha Tegel,
1: Executive Director of the Levitt Pavilion, Arlington, and you're listening to About Mansfield. Welcome back to About Mansfield. Mansfield ISD organized a town hall meeting Thursday night to reassure the community that it's taken steps to improve safety. Steps such as having more officers on campuses, extra security cameras, random checks with metal detector wands, stricter visitor screenings, and reestablishing its school safety committee. During the panel discussion, Arlington Police Chief Al Jones revealed there's no evidence that the suspected shooter was bullied, as has been reported. This was not a bullying
4: incident. It was an incident uh, that was perpetuated by two individuals that had some type of disagreement within the community, and they brought their disagreement to school that day. That led to that incident. My detectives, they are actively investigating to determine why the shooting happened, um, what caused the disagreement, Um, but based on the number of interviews that my detective has conducted, uh, other other than the statement that the juvenile or the suspect and his family has made. Um, We can't and we won't say that there was any evidence of bullying that day or any other day.
1: Some parents expressed frustration that the district has not done more to protect students, while others praised the district for their efforts and response.
0: The COVID-19 epidemic is still declining here in Mansfield with the numbers. Here's science reporter
2: Dennis Webb. Dennis? Thank you, Steve. The city of Mansfield saw a continued decrease in weekly new cases reported this past week at 106. Back in May, this number was below Low 50 each week. Four new fatalities here this past week, suggesting we are still on the backside of the fourth wave of the epidemic locally. The whole month of June saw only one fatality in Mansfield. Everybody hoped there would not be a fourth wave, but we got one, peaking early in September. I hope there is not another wave, but nobody really knows what is to come. of Mansfield citizens 12 or older have been fully vaccinated, a minimal increase from the previous week. Mansfield Independent School District identified 71 active cases among students and staff, a sixth week of decline. Tarrant County's overall trend suggests the same decline from the fourth wave. In the county, 466 fellow citizens were in one of the county's hospitals with the virus at the end of last week. This is the seventh week of decline in this indicator. 102 fellow Tarrant County citizens were reported to have passed away from the virus this past week, about the same as a week before. The county's test positivity rate has dropped to 13% a second week of decline, though it still means a lot of citizens can pass the virus to another. Community spread remains estimated as high. Texas statewide trends are similar. Tarrant County public health officials recommend that all eligible citizens get vaccinated. Vaccination is the best step any of us have to prevent the next wave. From the Science Desk at about Mansfield, I'm Dennis Webb. Looking at financial news
0: over the past few days, one of the big financial items that has been in the news is that Bitcoin reached an all-time high last Friday. We thought we would bring in an expert here into the studio to talk about Bitcoin 101. From Stone Wealth Management, financial wealth manager Philip Washington, Jr. is here. Welcome to About Mansfield.
7: Thanks for having me, Steve.
0: Let's talk about the simplicities of of Bitcoin for the... The average Mansfield investor. First of all,
7: what is Bitcoin? Bitcoin specifically is a rules-based monetary system that says, "Hey, here's here's how much money that will ever be printed: twenty-one million. Never going to be any more. If there is a change to the system, then fifty-one percent of the people who monitor the network, which can be anybody, right, um, have to." have to agree, which means like if if we wanted to if we wanted to bail out these companies that got bailed out in 08, like 51% of the population would have had to agree to bail them out versus these small group of bankers that like used to work there. And it's transparent, so anybody can see the rules, unlike our current system, right? And so Bitcoin is doing to the monetary system what all the other things did to. And, and by the way, this happens every hundred years, right? You have a new type of really is 50 years, but but you you always have new monetary systems that come uh, about so that's what bitcoin's right.
0: doing. And so if I understand this correctly, bitcoin is in a sense like PayPal and Zelle and and uh, Cash App, it's it's a digital currency. So people are already used to, oh do you take PayPal? Yes, I take PayPal. All right. So they're in the digital realm already. But if I understand this correctly, Bitcoin is an international currency. You're right; it's an international
7: currency. Let let me nuance it a bit. Let me, because I don't want to simplify by saying it's PayPal, because Bitcoin is more like the dollar, right? PayPal and Visa are like what we call like layer two technologies on top of the dollar. So, meaning the dollar is the currency that we use, right? And the only person that like Makes the dollar is the fit, right? But we don't actually transact at that level, right? We we do business with our Visa cards, right? Um, or we can go to our bank and they can give us, you know, cash notes that they got from the central bank, right? So the system is run through the banks or the Visa network, um, so they're like built on top of the system, and so Bitcoin is more the base layer system, but you do have things like lightning network that El Salvador uses to use payments uh, for Bitcoin. Um, and this may be confusing with Bitcoin. You actually can, you can transact at the base layer and make it like PayPal, but just the, the fees and the speed doesn't really matter. It's better to do it at layer, at, at layer two. So, um, so it's cool. So that's why, that's why you're right. But what's happening is it's clunky to, to even though different than this system, you can uh conduct business at the base layer, mm-hmm. right? The, the applications of actually using it is, is being done at a different level, which Lightning Network is like a decentralized Visa network, right? Where anybody could plug into it and use it, and doesn't cost much, and it's super fast. Anywhere in the
0: world. Anywhere in the world. Bitcoin reached an all-time high of, of $66,000. Now, your, your average Mansfield uh, resident, you know, okay, I got a few dollars to invest. Do they need $66,000 to buy a Bitcoin?
7: I'm glad you asked that question. No. So, every every Bitcoin is divisible by 100 million Satoshi. So, I call, think of them like pennies, right? A Satoshi. A Satoshi, Yeah, It's like a penny. It's like it, a penny. Okay. Yeah, we In the short version, we call them sats, right? So, sats. Okay. But it's like divisible. So, if you have, like, literally, I bought, somebody sent me some money in this... Um, in this uh digital wallet I have five dollars, and I just converted that instantly to bitcoin. Right? It wasn't a full bitcoin, it was like some small number of sats, yeah. But yeah, you can, you can most you know, most people own just sats to own one full bitcoin is like uh, you know, like you'll be royalty in the future, but very, <laughs> but very few now own for just one bit. bitcoin, yeah. Nice, yeah. But I mean, even now, most people don't have a full $66,000 into Bitcoin, right? I mean, that's the aspiration. But the price keeps going up and it becomes harder and harder to own a
0: full mm-hmm. uh, Bitcoin. So, yes, yes, I'm glad you asked that question. And how, for instance, uh, you got a few dollars lying around, how does someone purchase
7: Bitcoin? So, it's becoming easier and easier because everybody's plugging into the, into the uh, into the network, but you can you can buy it on Cash App. Um, you can buy Bitcoin uh, with Robinhood. You can actually buy it now with PayPal. Um, you have Bitcoin. You have native crypto wallets. You know, like the Strike app that I was talking about earlier that I use. But that, that's where you buy it, right? I know your follow-up question is probably going to be: Then, once you buy it. How do you sell it, and or how do you use it to buy things? It wouldn't make sense for me to spend my Bitcoin because it's appreciating at a stupid amount of money, every, you know, uh, annually. But if you did want to spend it, a couple different ways, uh, there are actually companies that will allow you to pay them in Bitcoin, right? Um, so I, I'm pretty sure this is still the case, but I know Dallas Mavericks um, Cuban will take. Bitcoin for tickets, right? And, sure. And so then they, they, they have a plugin on their site where there's like these different wallets, and I don't want to go nerding, but there's different wallets that you can use that you can put your Bitcoin in and pay them with, right? Um, so like the Strike wallet or the, uh, I think there's one called the Moon wallet. Okay. Or you can just pay with Bitcoin. You also have wallets like the Moon wallet that I just mentioned, where they you, you can also just pay them in Lightning, which is... Uh, it's, it's a lower transaction cost than paying with Bitcoin, and it's faster. But in general, for most people that are starting out, I'm like, for now, just worry about buying it and owning it. Don't worry about spending it l- later, because that's like a, a two-hour podcast episode <laughs> on, you know, okay. on, on,
0: how, on how to do that. So to recap, uh, Bitcoin, digital currency... Uh, usable worldwide, easy to purchase, Cash App, PayPal, or through Lightning and, and other, uh, uh, other platforms. You don't have to buy a full Bitcoin $66,000. You can buy sats or satoshis, uh, which are like pennies to the dollar. And, um, and it's not too late to buy. Not too late to buy. If a Mansfield resident wanted more information, whether it's about crypto or out financial wealth management, uh, how how can they find out more about your service? Yeah, so I would go to
7: StonehillWealthManagement.com, right? On the front page of my website is a, I don't know, I forget, it's like five, six page Bitcoin white paper I wrote about mm-hmm. the intro. It also has a link to my podcast, which I record here. Right here? Podcast Manfield Studio, uh, daily, Monday through Friday, and I talk a lot about Bitcoin, crypto. Uh, stuff like that, and other other investments. Um, But that's the best way. StonehillWealthManagement.com. Put it all on that website.
0: Philip Washington, Jr., appreciate your time. Thanks for being on About Mansfield. Thank you for having me. I'd like to thank Philip Washington, Jr. for his time and explaining how Bitcoin works. The original interview with Philip went well over half an hour. If you would like to hear the entire interview, go to our website, AboutMansfield.com, and click on the Podcasts tab.
1: It's that time of year, Mansfield.
7: Time. Ta- tra-
1: Sunday morning at 2 a.m. marks the start of Central Standard Time in Texas as we move our clocks back by one hour, giving us an extra hour of sleep. It was New Zealand entomologist George Hudson who first proposed Daylight Saving Time in 1895, but the United States didn't adopt the time-changing concept until 1918 under President Woodrow Wilson. I grew up in Arizona, which is one of a handful of states and parts of states that remain on Standard Time year-round, so it's still a shock for me every time I have to spring forward or, in this case, fall back. But don't forget to move your clocks back by one hour on Sunday and enjoy that extra hour.
0: Got a big event coming up here in Mansfield. Mansfield is your opportunity to chow down from several different restaurants without having to do a whole lot of traveling. And to tell us about uh, the event is Lindsay Truk. She's the director of development for the Mansfield Mission Center. Lindsay, welcome to About Mansfield.
5: Yes, thank you. Thank you for having me.
0: Let's talk about a taste of Mansfield. and, and it's so. When does this happen? And give us
5: all the details. Uh, Taste of Mansfield is happening on November 4th, so next Thursday night. And that's going to happen from 6 to 9. And it's a come-and-go event that's taking place at Aerospeed. So a beautiful local venue right off Walnut Creek. Uh, so we're excited to offer something fun and exciting for Mansfield without having to travel outside of our city limits.
0: How many restaurants are going to be giving out morsels of food at this A uh, Taste of Mansfield?
5: So we have uh, between 20 and 25 restaurants that will be there. A lot of the local favorites, and then we have some new to town restaurants that are coming. So we've got a list of all of them, and we're actually still adding more every day. Um, But on our Taste of Mansfield Facebook uh, event page, you can find them all listed there. And it's going to be a a black and white themed event. So we're excited about that. It's going to be an evening that You definitely don't want to miss, Um, and I think everyone coming is going to have a a really great time. You can—we've got desserts, we've got appetizers, we've got entree samples, so. With your ticket purchase, you can come in and have all the tastings you'd like. Um, and then that also includes drinks as well with your ticket. And it's indoor-outdoor this year. So they've got a beautiful fireplace outside and string lighting. So we'll have tables and heaters set up. So we're really excited. Uh, it's going to be a great evening.
0: You mentioned it's a black and white event. Are we talking evening gowns and tuxedos or just wear black and white?
5: So not black tie, just black and white theme. So people can really be encouraged to do uh, what they want with that. You can wear a nice um, cocktail or evening gown dress if you'd like to, or um, if you want to wear golf shorts and a collared shirt that's black and white, we want you to feel free to do that. That's going to kind of be a fun uh, detail of the event this year is to see what everyone shows up in, but we want everyone to just be comfortable and feel like they can be themselves and come and have a good time with friends or date night or girlfriends or just whatever they want to make of the night.
0: If a Mansfield resident was interested in a taste of Mansfield, how can they acquire tickets?
5: Absolutely. So if they will go to mansfieldmission.org, that is our website. And at the very top, there is an events tab. And once they click on that, they will have a list of our events that come up and Taste of Mansfield is there. And that is where they would be able to purchase their ticket.
0: November 4th at Aristide, 6 to 9 p.m. Tickets available on mansfieldmission.org. Is there anything else you want to add?
5: I don't think so. We're looking forward. Last year, we sold out uh, the week of the event. And so, if you're planning on coming and you don't have your tickets left, we do. We have some left. um, But I would encourage everyone listening to go ahead and grab those tickets before they're gone. We did have to, unfortunately, turn people away um, at the door just because we are um, required to have capacity for that that building so get your tickets come on out it's going to be a great night and you're not going to want to miss it in sports three
0: wins two losses in MIST football last week timberview took home the win against Seguin, 56 23 the mansfield football tigers fell to waxahachie 43 25 summit upended red oak 35 2 legacy was down by midlothian 42 to 20 lake ridge routed waco 59 13 head coach kirk thor gives us a synopsis of the game
7: well, I think we came out and played hard in all three phases, you know, offensively, defensively and special teams. And I uh, came out early. We felt like we had to play early and play well. And, and our kids did and responded really well, went up 21-0 and then just held on to the lead and played throughout the game. So I, I really liked our energy, our effort.
0: know, we started to play Lake Ridge football the way we know how to play, you know, yeah. high tempo offense and, and attacking defense and everything started to click. And so really proud of our kids effort and what they did. At home this Friday night, under the lights, Summit goes head to head with Midlothian at 7 p.m. at Newsom Stadium. The Mansfield Football Tigers take on Duncanville, 730 at RL Anderson. On the road this week, Lakeridge plays at DeSoto, Legacy travels to Richland, and Timberview heads to Cleburne. Just a reminder, you can always find the MISD football schedule for all five district teams on our website, aboutmansfield.com, under the Links tab. I want to invite you to come on out to El Primos on Monday nights and be a part of the studio audience for The Coach's Corner, where we talk high school football with the coaches and the players. The show kicks off at 30 p.m. and is also streamed live on Facebook on the About Mansfield podcast page. Saturday is National First Responders Day. Congress designated October 28th as National First Responders Day back in 2017. The resolution honors the firefighters, the police officers, EMTs, and all those who are first on the scene in stressful situations. So how does one observe National First Responders Day? Well, first of all, say thanks. Whether it's getting your family to write personalized thank-you cards or baking cookies for local firefighters, there are many ways to share your gratitude. Perhaps raise some money, research on how to help finance equipment and resources for first responders, help those who dare to risk it all, and volunteer. Maybe you're looking to donate your time and your support. Don't feel the need to be a hero, just help when you can. Take a CPR course, if possible. Let's check the seven-day weather forecast with Colleen, who is always the first to respond when I call her cell phone. Colleen?
1: I always wonder who you're expecting will answer when you call my cell phone, Steve. I can't afford a personal assistant just yet. Let's take a look at weather for the next seven days in Mansfield, Texas. A cold front was predicted to come through Tuesday night into Wednesday, bringing a slight potential for strong to severe storms and some rain. After this, we should see a temperature drop of about 10 degrees. We'll be looking at highs in the low 70s once this front moves through, with lows dropping into the mid to low 50s. The front will also bring windy conditions Wednesday through Friday, with 15 to 25 mile per hour winds and gusts to 30 or 40 miles per hour possible. Our Halloween forecast for this Sunday looks great. It will be in the 70s at about 4 p.m., dropping into the 60s during prime trick-or-treat hours. Meanwhile, the Tarrant Regional Water District suggests that Mansfield lawns may need at least a quarter inch of water later in the week. Leave your sprinklers off for now because of those storms that are expected on Wednesday. You can view a map of watering recommendations for North Texas, as well as water-saving tips at waterisawesome.com. Coming up after the break, we turn the page to the Features section. Reporter Dennis Webb talks science. Health specialist Lashenda Warner has the Texas Health Tip of the Week. Home Improvement Specialist Terry Radzwin presents the Ask Terry segment. And Brian Certain serves up a cocktail to remember also coming up later in the episode, the Mansfield trivia question. And Steve concludes his talk with a former Mansfield resident turned expat now living in Central America. Stay with us. We're back in 60 seconds. I'm Colleen Daniel, and this is About Mansfield.
4: Your logo or emblem defines who you are, so why not show it off with custom printed shirts? I'm Dana Wood with Ohana Screen Printing. We are a custom screen printing company and can print your design or help you create a new design. While t-shirts are our specialty, we can print on all kinds of apparels such as masks, hoodies, bags, you name it. Ohana means family and that's exactly why we started Ohana Screen Printing, to bring our family and community together through creative expression. We look forward to adding you to our family. Rest assured that when you do business with Ohana Screen Printing, that your dollars stay local, as we are a family-owned business based right here in Mansfield. If you're part of a business, organization, or sports team looking to make a visual presence, hit us up on Facebook or OhanaScreenPrinting.com. That's OhanaScreenPrinting.com.
3: Hi, I'm Orion Jean with Race to Kindness, and you're listening to About Mansfield. Welcome back to
1: About Mansfield, your audio newspaper. Let's open up the features section.
0: Let's head on over to the science desk where reporter Dennis Webb has a spooky science
2: report for Halloween. Dennis? Thank you, Steve. Every so often, a very spooky thing shows up in my social media. Nobody knows who wrote it, but it is persistently out there on the internet. Spooky. I will read it to you. Here goes. You, yes, each of you who hears the sound of my voice, you are a ghost driving a meat-covered skeleton made of stardust, riding a rock hurtling through space. Fear nothing. This is a remarkably vivid 20 mysterious words actually telling the story of the origin of life on our planet, encouraging each of us to celebrate the miracle of our existence. I analyze. The first thing you were a ghost, which is one of the terms for the mystery of human consciousness. Next piece, driving a meat-covered skeleton made of stardust, which is a spooky description of our own human body. The skeleton made of stardust tells a story. Except for hydrogen and helium, which were thought to have been created in the Big Bang start of the universe, all of the other elements were produced by nuclear fusion inside stars. Carbon, oxygen, nitrogen, calcium in our skeletons, iron in our blood, came together as the massive pressure and temperature inside stars fused hydrogen and helium into the heavier elements. All these heavier atoms remain locked up inside stars until the star explodes in its old age, releasing these elements out to the universe. Gravity later pulls this debris together to make new stars and planets. Around each star, some of the debris was left over to condense into planets, and here we are, riding a rock hurtling through space, referring to our planet. The oxygen we breathe, the iron in our blood, the calcium in our skeletons, have been inside one or more stars, and after our sun dies, long in the future, these, our own atoms, will be scattered to end up in another star or its planets or things on the planet. Perhaps a billion years in the future, our body's own atoms will end up in the body of a person-like thing, listening to a podcast-like thing, to hear a similar explanation of where her atoms came from. The last phrase, fear nothing, just reminds us that our normal human existence is as miraculously badass as any scary science fiction imagery. I prefer to think of myself as miraculous, maybe even a scary science fiction being, and I try to fear nothing. I urge you also to fear nothing. If you have any questions about science, send me an email to info at aboutmansfield.com. From the science desk at About Mansfield, I'm Dennis Webb.
0: It's time right now for the Texas Health Tip of the Week, sponsored by Texas Health Hospital Mansfield, located at 287 and Lone Star Road.
1: And we welcome a new voice to the podcast. Lashunda Warner is now our health specialist, and she
3: has the Texas Health Tip of the Week. Have you gotten your flu vaccination this year? Well, it's worth the shot. My name is LaShonda, and I think it's a great time to talk about tips to keep you healthy during flu season. Did you know that the flu is linked to between 3,000 and 49,000 deaths and 200,000 hospitalizations each year in the United States? The best way to prevent this is to get your flu vaccine. All family members are encouraged to get this flu vaccine, even the little precious lambs, starting at the age of six months. They're available at any local drugstore, and your primary care provider. And if you do not have a PCP, don't worry, tune in for a future podcast, washing hands. That is the most important way to prevent an infection. It is the first line of defense. The proper way to wash your hands is to use warm water, antibacterial soap, sing happy birthday twice, making sure you scrub your entire hands and nails, especially the thumb area and under any jewelry. Last but not least, use the paper towel to shut off the sink and not to recontaminate your hands. Now listen, when coughing or sneezing, please cover your mouth and or nose with either a tissue or the crease in your elbow. If you just can't wait and must use your hands, please wash your hands thoroughly after. And if you happen to sneeze or cough in your hands and accidentally touch any object, you are now spreading the love and it's not Cupid's love. Finally, if you are not feeling well, please stay at home so you can keep your co-workers, family members, and friends safe. We all know that the holidays are coming up, and we all know how important family time is, but let us be mindful of our loved ones. It has been a pleasure to come and bring my wonderful knowledge, and I so totally look forward to coming back and providing more helpful tips. On behalf of Texas Health Hospital Mansfield and reporting for the About Mansfield podcast, I'm LaShonda Warner. See you later.
1: (laughs) As always, Brian Certain likes to take a little bit of this and a dash of that for his Cocktail
4: of the Week. This week's Cocktail of the Week is the Blueberry Bourbon Cocktail. As an avid mixologist, I'm always looking for a new twist and takes on a classic cocktail. And with my passion for home entertaining and cooking, I created a version of a blueberry bourbon cocktail. But don't worry about taking notes, as I'll be giving out all the instructions on bourbongospel.com. So, this week's cocktail of the week is the blueberry bourbon cocktail. What are you going to need? You're going to need about two ounces of good bourbon. You need about a half a cup of blueberries, you're going to need a handful of fresh mint leaves, the juice from one lemon, the zest from that same lemon, about a tablespoon of agave, and two tablespoons of sugar. How are you going to make the drink? You're going to place most of the blueberries, the mint leaves, the lemon juice, and a little bit of the agave in a mixing glass and muddle them down. Save a few of the blueberries and the mint leaves for garnish. Once you've muddled them in the mixing glass, you're going to add the bourbon, then you're going to add ice, and you're going to stir for a good 30 seconds to a minute to fully incorporate everything. On a plate, you're going to place the lemon zest with about a tablespoon of sugar, And then you're going to brush the rim of an old-fashioned glass with a little bit of additional agave syrup, and then you're going to dip it in the lemon zest-sugar mixture. You're then going to fill the glass with ice and a couple of the leftover blueberries, and then strain the cocktail into the glass, garnish with a couple of blueberries on a toothpick and a couple of mint leaves. And there you have it, the blueberry bourbon cocktail. This cocktail is proudly sponsored by The Vault, located at 2300 Matlock Road, at the corner of Country Club and Matlock. You don't have all the ingredients to make a blueberry bourbon cocktail? Head on over to The Vault, where one of the craftsmen will stir, strain, and muddle our featured cocktail of the week, the blueberry bourbon cocktail. As always, I'm happy to hear you're taking your input. You can reach me at bourbongospel at gmail.com. And until next week, as Mark Twain says, too much of anything is bad, but too much whiskey is barely enough. Reporting for the About Mansfield podcast, I'm Brian Certain.
1: Congratulations to Marisela Armino, who was the first person to email the correct answer to last week's trivia question. How much is an annual freshwater fishing license for a Mansfield resident under the age of 65? Marisela knew that it's $30 per year, and she has won $25. In Primo bucks, good at either El Primos or The Vault. After the break, this week's trivia question. I'm Colleen Daniel, and this is about Mansfield. The
0: Texas Health Tip of the Week was sponsored by Texas Health Hospital, located at 287 and Lone Star Road.
6: Introducing Texas Health Hospital Mansfield, an all-new, all-modern healthcare campus now serving Mansfield in our nearby communities. With advanced care for women and infants, orthopedics, heart and vascular, a 24-7 ER, and more. Experience care you'll love right where you love living. Texas Health Mansfield now open at 287 and Lone Star Road. Learn more at texashealth.org Mansfield.
0: Hey, it's Steve Casillo, and I want to take a second to tell you about Podcast Mansfield Recording Studio. It's where we record and produce the About Mansfield episodes. Podcast Mansfield is a full-service studio with recording, editing, mixing, and mastering capabilities, can even help market your podcast. Podcast Mansfield is home to such great locally produced shows such as Ask Philip, On the Mark, Grown and Unfiltered, and Daughter of the Other Woman, just to name a few, and handles post-production duties for remote clients such as Coaching Through Chaos out of San Diego and Epic Voices and Conversations from Palm Springs. So whether you're a hands-on person who just needs a place to record your podcast or need advice from concept to completion, Podcast Mansfield is there to help. Conveniently located on Heritage Parkway just off of 287 right here in Mansfield, mention the About Mansfield podcast and you get to record your first episode at no charge. For more information on starting your podcast or if you're just looking for a better place to record, Podcast Mansfield Recording Studio can be found on the internet at PodcastMansfield.com. That's PodcastMansfield.com. Hello, this is Mayor Michael Evans, and you're listening to About Mansfield. It's time right now for the highly coveted, wildly popular Mansfield trivia question. The first person to email the correct answer to trivia at AboutMansfield.com will receive $25 in primo bucks. Good at either El Primo's or the newly opened The Vault. Located at the corner of Matlock and Country Club Drive, it's where the locals go, whether it's for fajitas and a blue margarita or a juicy ribeye and handcrafted cocktail. You can find them on the internet at elprimos.net. Let's get to this week's question. Colleen?
1: Well, Steve, Mansfield used to have a full-service gas station at the corner of Broad and Main Street. The grand opening in June of 1951 consisted of young ladies giving away carnations and balloons. After 50 years, the family-owned full-service filling station was closed. This week's trivia question is, What was the name of the full-service filling station that occupied the corner of Main and Broad Streets for 50 years? Email your answer to trivia at aboutmansfield.com. Again, what was the name of the full-service filling station that occupied the corner of Maine and Broad for 50 years? Good luck, and thanks to Lindsay at El Primo's for the gift card.
0: Welcome back to another segment of About Mansfield. I'm Steve Casillo as we make the transition from news to talk. And last week, we aired part one of Living in Panama, Boquete, Panama, with former Mansfield resident Sarah Zink. Today, we present part two. Enjoy. Let's talk about your surroundings. Describe Boquete to the listeners.
8: Oh, wow. Um, So I think the most important thing is to understand that this is a a semi-rural part of Panama. We're up in the mountains, so it's cooler. It's between 62 an 80 in our micro 85, 62 and 85 in our microclimate in the roughly five or 10 square miles where we're at, there's about 30 microclimates. And so depending on where you are, because of the mountain area, because we're near a volcano, a dormant volcano, there's a lot of, um, uh, uh, ridges and hills and valleys and all this stuff. So there's a lot of microclimates. So for us, you know, that's the temperature. It's a, a little bit more humid than Texas. Uh, mold is a little bit of a problem. And I want to give some of the negatives because I don't want to sound all rosy and everything's wonderful. Right. And
0: all of a sudden Mansfield starts moving to Panama.
8: Right. Right. <laughs> um, When I say, like I say, in our microclimate, mold's a little bit of a problem uh, on leather. Uh, So, you know, we only have a couple leather goods. You can't let them get wet. And, you know, they'll. but the weather, the sun rises and sets at the same time every day, six in the morning and six at night. We've got breezes, as you know, because we were talking earlier and you could hear the the wind. Um, I am a gardening aficionado. And I got to tell you, I have a hydrangea out there. Hydrangeas grow just kind of like, you know, all those, uh, uh, river lilies that you see on the side of the road where right. you're dropping these, these hydrangeas grow and they can, the, the flowers can get as big as a, a, a soccer ball. It's hmm. ridiculous. And so the, the plants grow, the growing season is all year round. Um, there's only two seasons in terms of uh, rain and uh, heat, I guess. So we have the wet season and the dry season. Right now is wet. So from about uh, December, see, I'm sorry. So from December to April is the dry season, or December to May maybe, and then from May to you know the following December, you got wet. So there's a little of overlap. But when I say wet season, it's like we have four inch drain pipes on the house, but it's a uh, it's beautiful. It is, um, when I say rural, I mean, one of the things I realized, anybody who's traveled to uh, Mexico or some of the Caribbean cities and some of the destination areas. When you go into the town, you will see a lot of color. And so the buildings are painted every color that you can imagine. They're, we're used to seeing a lot of concrete and in neighborhoods every every house is the same, you know, shade of, you know, we've got five shades of brown and, you know, all the the roofs match and all that kind of stuff. Well, right. I live right next door to a pink house and I love it.
0: John Cougar sang little pink houses.
8: Little pink houses, right? Maybe, maybe he's um, been to Panama. That's right. It's not unusual when you're driving into town. We're about... Uh Maybe six or seven kilometers out of town, so that's maybe um, a ten-minute drive into the heart of Boquete. There's just vegetable uh, trucks with all these vegetables on the back of their truck, and you stop and you can get two pineapples for a dollar, or you know, a big bag of uh, bananas because there's bananas, banana farms right in this area. Nice. My maintenance guy brings me bananas all the time. My so, neighbors will knock oranges off of their tree, navel oranges off their tree and leave them on my front porch. <laughs>
0: tell, me, tell me about your neighbors.
8: Oh my gosh. So in the community that we're in, it's um, a little bit more developed than some of the other neighborhoods we actually have. And I use the word paved loosely. We have paved roads, right? So gravel, uh, uh, you know, and, and at one point in time, there was probably blacktop on top of it, but I have, it's about a 50, 50 split between expats and Panamanians. I'm a big fan of meeting the locals versus the expats. So, um, although my Spanish is, um, Rudimentary at the least, I can say enough. I've fallen in love with a little 80 year old guy in the pink house.
1: Nice.
8: Uh, So he just brought us some arroz de leche, Mm -hmm. uh, some rice pudding yesterday. And he and his little wife will walk around the neighborhood, you know, just arm in arm, and they're just precious. And he digs up flowers. He knows I'm trying to build up my garden. So he'll dig up bulbs and he'll cut off. Here, you can literally just cut a branch off of a flowering bush. And stick it in the dirt, and it'll grow.
0: Wow, wow! I know, I know right?
8: So, so what you're um, saying
0: is there, there's a there's a there, there's a lot of hospitality in Panama.
8: Unbelievable. And like, even, um, when you go into town and the thing I've discovered is the first thing I wanted to learn was, uh, how to say, um, my Spanish is bad. So that's, uh, mi español es malo. See, sí. And I say that first, I say the first thing when I start, I say, um, uh, perdon or, or. Yeah, perdon, or, or, siento uh, mm-hmm. which is, I'm sorry, uh, you know, and then I tell him my Spanish is bad and I'm just telling you, um, the response is unbelievably, uh, hospitable. Sure. And I will tell you, um, I, I, I will be doing this shortly Is you know, doing a mea culpa publicly on social media. I haven't felt this way in probably a decade, but I'm sure 10 years ago when there was an influx of Hispanics into Texas, I was an ass. And I probably said, they need to learn English. Why, why do we have to push one for English? I'm sure. I'm sure. I don't remember it, but I'm sure I was one of those people. And I have to tell you, it is anything but that here. It is there. They, their faces light up when you try to speak Spanish and they will do anything they can. Many of them use the translator app.
0: Right. Right. That's <laughs> so
8: they'll try and help you with that. So we found the people to be and simple, you know, it's funny. Uh, the universe was kind to us in, in that everything came together for us to move and our house is wonderful and our neighborhood and our landlord, everything's great. But a bigger thing is we look, it's almost like you turn around and look behind you and you see, wow, I was really stuck in that. I was stuck in that rat race. I was stuck in that. You see how divisive the U.S. is when you're here. Oh, yeah. And, and the freaking out about Christmas now. I didn't even know what anybody somebody was talking about the other day, and I had to look it up. You know, oh my God, we're not going to have Christmas. You know. Well, and, and one of
0: the big furniture stores that's uh, that's here in North Texas, they're already running TV commercials saying it's time to start your holiday shopping because <laughs> in December, <And> so- <laughs> apparently in December, there's not going to be any inventory.
8: There'll be no furniture left right and here what I'm discovering is that the people value experiences over things and so you know um like I say you know the neighbor bringing us the food and food's a big deal right, right. and so uh, and the panamanian food is unbelievably good there's a national and I, i'm sure i I'm not even going to try and say it, but there's a national soup of Panama that is just uh, amazing. And so I've got to learn how to make that. So, I mean, the whole experience, I, I think there's people who would come down here and be miserable, okay just miserable because we are so used to convenience luckily larry and i did a lot of mental preparation but in the us you you're used to this right now and constant amusement constant noise we don't even have a tv and so i mean people are just so used to this constant stimulation and constant um going and buying and shopping and all that so it's a different lifestyle down here Every taxi driver we meet, one of the first things is, you know, uh, I'll probably get it wrong with you, but I, it's, uh, uh esta, uh, ninos, uh, no, wait, uh, um, he ho, for e- child.
0: Yeah. H's are silent. So "eho,"
8: ho, he ho, right. For d- son and daughter. Yep. First thing I ask a man, Boom. Their face lights up. Their phone is out. I'm seeing pictures of all their kids. They're explaining, you know, who's who. And it's just it's just a different um, experience. Now, let me say, having said that, there are plenty of people, expats who move down here who go out every night. They try every... There's a ton of restaurants that are not Panamanian. I mean, there's a a brand new Chinese restaurant. There's a Peruvian restaurant. There's steakhouses. There's Italian... So, I mean, you can come down here and go to a different restaurant every night of the week for two weeks. There's whitewater rafting. There's zip lining. There's hikes to the top of the volcano. So, I mean, we've chosen a a, a quiet, a feast of silence is what I call it. It's just lovely to be quiet, but there's plenty to do if that's, you know, your thing when you get here.
0: So you're having fun.
8: You know, we are, and, and we're blessed to have friends and we get invited out, but I have to tell you, I've had to explain to people, you know, having lived a life where, you know, Larry was doing maintenance and service, Service industry for nearly his whole life, and, and me, you know, what I right out with people all the time. It is glorious to come down here and be quiet,
0: to just yeah. decompress. It,
5: it, it,
8: you, it feels different. I don't even know how to describe it. It feels different, it feels peaceful. And at night, um, the quietness, even though we're in the neighborhood. Yeah, I mean, it's quiet, like nothing quiet. And, and then the stars, you can see that because there's not that, uh, light noise or the light yeah. pollution, I guess is right, what they the, call it.
0: the light pollution.
8: I'm not kidding that you can look up and it's kind of like a photo where there's just, you're thinking, where did all these stars, <laughs> they have more stars down here. Where, how do they get more stars than we had in Texas, right? So it's lovely. I mean, uh, inconveniences aside, it's it's certainly something that we, we we don't regret.
0: The cost of living down there has got to be <laughs> a little different than Texas.
8: Uh, just, just a bit. So we're in a, uh, we sold a, uh, right about a 1200 square foot house and we are in about, I don't think I'm exaggerating to say it's about 2000. It might be 2,500 square feet. Uh, and we have a bodega, which is a workshop, a huge yard, uh, portico, big driveway. Um, and uh, our electric is included Our no, our wa- with our rent, our water, and our electric, and our cable, and a gardener. Well, I actually have two gardeners, but one gardener once a month, it's less than $1,200 a month.
0: Wow. Yeah. Wow.
8: Our electric bill for last month, we get the bill. Our electric bill for last month was $0.
0: $0.07. No way.
8: Yeah, I can tell it to you. I can show you my electrical <laughs> seven cents, and before that, the month before that, the people who lived here before theirs was like fifteen dollars. But we don't keep lights on, and we don't. There's a air, air conditioner like on the the European style up, up near the top of the room. You right. know the the big ones. We don't use that, and we have gas. So you have to get these huge propane tanks, right? Not the kind that people have out in us, not the big round ones, but the tall vertical, I think right. they're called 90 pounds. Mm-hmm. So we have two of those. And then, um, that runs the, uh, stove. We have a, a gorgeous six burner stove and this monstrous Samsung fridge. I mean, we are blessed. I just can't tell you how lucky we are. So the cost of living, um there are things that are more and more expensive. So to be clear, if you move down here and you want to keep eating your, you know, chef boyardee mini ravioli, you're going to pay $2 a can for that. Wow. <laughs> cheese is expensive, but luckily we're not huge cheese eaters. The meat is different. It's uh, so in the US, if anybody wants to take the time research how they feed cattle, you know, and you'll understand why the meat in the U S is a little bit more fatty Yeah, down here. Is, it's grass fed. It's a hundred percent grass fed. Well, what we get, we're in the bread basket. So the meat that we get is pretty fresh. We get, uh, you know, I bought, uh, I bought us two, uh, we got a big swordfish steak the other day for $6 at the
0: seafood store. It's my favorite fish.
8: I'm telling you, it was pretty awesome. Right. So there's things that are more expensive. Uh, Again, everything really depends on the kind of lifestyle that you want. If you, you know, you want to come down here and buy local brands. I can't even pronounce half of the names of the stuff I buy. You know, my laundry soap starts with an X. I
6: don't know.
8: Right, but it washes my clothes just fine. So if you want to buy Tide, you you know you're going to pay fifteen dollars for that box. You may be paid seven or eight for in the U.S. So it right. just depends. Cost of living is significantly cheaper, and they have things called Hubliato discounts. Um, so when you're over sixty for women or sixty-five for men, you get significant discounts on stuff. We went to the pharmacy the other day and got some things uh, that were non pharmaceutical actually. And, but you here another story is you can't just go to one store. I mean, we could drive into the next biggest town, which is 30 minutes away and they have something like a Costco or target, but here in Boquete, you've got to go to five stores to get all the stuff you used to get at Walmart. Right. Right. But I got $11 off of my purchase at this pharmacia because of my Juliato discount because I'm over 60. (laughs) And I only spent fifty bucks, so I mean, I, I don't, I don't, I don't have any complaints about how they treat people who get older here.
0: Nothing wrong with that. Uh, in in the uh, in in the the little amount of time that we have left, I, I know it seems like we just got started.
8: Oh, yeah, uh, we did.
0: And, um, is there anyone here in Mansfield that you would like to uh, to say hello to?
8: Oh my gosh, everybody.
0: everybody.
8: <laughs> Let's see. Ann Smith, Mary Elizabeth and Eddie, uh, Teresa, you know, uh, uh, Whitehead and her husband, Renee, I really have to say, and I was just telling Renee Miller the other day, her, her and her husband Stan. They, I feel kind of guilty. You know, they're the ones that introduced us to it. It's their vision. They're they're they've been working for two or three years to retire, and here six months after she tells me about it, we're you know we're here. So God bless her. She was definitely an instrument of the universe. Oh, and they work. haven't
0: even moved yet. No. <laughs>
8: <laughs> so yeah, there's a little guilt there. Um, but yeah, you know, and I'll say this, we love Mansfield. We still keep in touch. We were so excited to hear about the city's, uh, uh, commitment to making downtown even, you know, more revitalization. We thought that was a, a, a wonderful thing. So yeah,
0: yeah, that video that they just put out, um, uh, it, it, they're committed, which is great.
8: Yeah. yeah, no, and I think of all the people who have worked. I mean, we we lived there what twenty years, and and twenty years ago, people were talking about revitalized downtown. So it's kind of
0: right.
8: it's a little late, but better late than never.
0: So in about five years, you're gonna go. Oh, you know, I I I wish I had stayed I'm- in Mansfield.
8: Yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> um, I do not <laughs> yeah, I can no. I almost guarantee no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, uh, Sarah, um and and thank you for keeping us up to date on the Zinx in Panama uh, Facebook page.
8: Yes, uh, I was just gonna say, and if anybody wants you know wants to know I try to share a story every couple of days, the good, the bad, the ugly. We have bugs everywhere and, and we love to share those and the food and all of it. So if anybody wants to follow that, they, they're welcome to.
0: And it's called Zincs in Panama. The The Zincs.
8: The zincs in Panama.
0: Nice. Yeah, yeah. Thanks so, and nice.
8: thank you. I really appreciate you making time to let me tell our story.
0: Absolutely. And again, this is being recorded on uh, on Thursday, October fourteenth, and you moved just one month ago, uh, Thursday, September fourteenth, yes. and um, uh, we'll we'll check in now every now and then.
8: Appreciate that. Oh, and then I'll get to be a three timer.
0: That's right. <laughs> that's right. Now, this also being recorded at uh, the, the the current time is one forty six, and knowing that in the Latin American countries there is this thing in the afternoon called siestas. Are you ready for your nap?
8: I'm feeling kind of tired. <laughs> you know, we don't actually. That's the thing. We I, I will confess, and I wasn't going to. I wasn't going to say it. We go to bed about 8 or 8:30 8 at night and get up about 5 or 5:30 5 and sleep like babies. It's I don't know. It's it's awesome. So no no siesta, we just go to bed early.
0: Sarah, it's good to talk to you again. Thank you. Coming up next week, we have the latest Mansfield news, sports, and weather. Until then, don't forget to like, follow, subscribe, share, love, support, just or enjoy this podcast if you haven't already, so you never miss an episode. It's free and it's easy. Just enter your email address on our website, aboutmansfield.com. We will never send you any spam. We promise.
1: About Mansfield is recorded at Podcast Mansfield Recording Studio. Hosts, Steve Casillo and Colleen Daniel. Reporters, Stacy Main and Dennis Webb. Moment with the Mayor feature, Michael Evans. Texas Health Tip, Lashunda Warner. Home Improvement feature, Terry Radzwin. Cocktail of the Week feature, Brian Certain. Post-production editing, mixing, and mastering. Steve Casillo.
0: Thanks for listening, and don't forget to put those clocks back one hour on Sunday morning. On behalf of the entire news team, I'm Steve Casillo, and this is about Mansfield.